The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7 episode 2988. We are continuing our series of deep dives into the Rogue One Ultimate Visual Guide, looking for clues that might give us a hint of the kinds of things that we're going to see in the Andor series later this month. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So once again, thank you so much for continuing to share the tweets that I've put out, hoping to have Mark Hamill join me in a conversation here on the podcast. I would love to share such a podcast with you, such a conversation with you and your tweets, your likes, your retweets, your comments are helping to make that possible. I hope, fingers crossed, I'm so grateful to you for doing it and please keep doing so. I am going to continue to link the thread from SW7X7 Podcast. That's our show's Twitter account at the blog post for the show's episode at SW7X7.com and in the show notes for this episode as well. Please do grab it and continue to like and comment and retweet and share and thank you again so much for your support of me and this show. All right, let's continue our digging into the Rogue One Ultimate Visual Guide. And today, the kinds of things that came up have to do with a couple of characters, but also a couple of locations and a couple of general concepts about what the Empire is doing at the time of Rogue One, which definitely you can project backwards into the time period where we're going to see the Andor series and think, oh yeah, maybe there's going to be some reference to these kinds of things. For example, one of the things that we've seen already is the destruction of worlds, and that's been not necessarily hinted at, like actually blatantly (laughs) stated by the makers of the series that we're going to see the Empire's predations in full force. And the kinds of things that we see in the Rogue One visual guide that could relate to the kinds of things that we see in Andor include not just mining operations, which are certainly things that you know, seem to have happened. Certainly it looks like that's what happened on Cassian's homeworld of Fest, but also operations related to medical discoveries. So there are things in the Rogue One guide about the various people who have joined the Rebel Alliance and how their home planets were affected by them. And in one case, there was a species where, you know, the Empire was there gathering, you know, materials for medical use. And then you have, of course, places like Jeddah that have kyber crystals, and you have places like Scarif that actually have a lot of heavy metals and minerals that are used in starship construction, in addition to the fact that they had the vault there. So all the material that the Empire is gathering to support its war machine, to support all of these military adventures abroad and into the Outer Rim, that's the kind of thing that we could see in Andor and could see various communities finally saying, we've had enough of this predation and we're going to start fighting back. But there's also another kind of theft, if you will, that 
is ongoing in the Empire, and that has to do with the brightest of minds. So in reading the part about Edu and Galen Erso and the team that he has there working on the Death Star plans, the phrase that's used is similarly captured scientists. So we get the idea that the Empire is going out and forcing people to work in these programs so they're not just gathering people to you know work in completely you know menial labor and slavery and that sort of thing they're also gathering them to work in these very specifically high technological areas of concern for them. So people being disappeared by the Empire, for all intents and purposes, can take on a couple of different forms. It can take on, say, you know, the dissident or the rebel who is being disappeared because they're making too much trouble and the Empire wants to silence them. Or you have people who are of use to the Empire for whatever, you know, nefarious thing that they have on their plates, on their agendas, and making people disappear to force them to cooperate in helping them develop whatever these horrible things are. And in addition to spreading out production of war material like Stormtrooper armor, for example, across the galaxy, another thing that the Empire is doing at this time is having Imperial Academies spring up all over the galaxy where they are indoctrinating people into their Stormtrooper programs. Moving over to the Rebellion side of things, we may actually get to see more Rebel bases than we've ever seen before. So on a previous episode this week, we talked about how the Rebel base on Yavin 4 had been previously established on Dantooine. Yes, the line from A New Hope when Princess Leia tells Tarkin and Vader that the Rebels are on Dantooine and it turns out that the base has been abandoned for some time, right? Well, they went to Yavin 4, but they're not the only folks that went to Yavin 4. So one of the groups was the Yellow Aces, which is a group of Starfighter pilots, and they didn't all go to Yavin, but some of them did. They came from a place called Tirfon. That's T-I-E-R-F-O-N, Tierfon Launch Base. So that's something that we could potentially see. And then another place we could see, which is a tie-in to the sequel trilogy, is Crate. Yes, there had been a rebel base established on Crate. There had been a supply house established there. And there's a mention in the Rogue One visual guide about somebody who's in the Rebellion who had previously been on the Rebel Base on Crate or at the Rebel Base on Crate and was moved over to Yavin 4. So Crate is another location that we could potentially see in Andor. And there are a couple of people in the Spec Force Pathfinders group who we could possibly meet in the Andor series as well. Sergeant Melshi is one of those, and he's described in the Rogue One visual guide as somebody who Cassian knows personally, and that's brought up because they have a strong working relationship, and Melshi is not actually the ranking officer among all the Pathfinders, but everybody kind of accepts, accepts the break in protocol because of that personal relationship and under the crazy circumstances that they find themselves in. And another one of the Pathfinders, a Corporal Radma Medell, was personally recruited by Cassian into the Rebellion and is specializing in advanced scouting in urban areas. So it could be them, it could be other people, but it certainly gives us the idea that one of Cassian's jobs while he's with the Rebellion could be recruiting people into the Rebellion as well. 
And it's entirely possible that this could also connect us again to General Jan Dodonna, who we talked about in, I believe it was yesterday's episode as well. And we haven't seen an indication of him appearing in the Andor series just yet, but it's not outside of the realm of possibility. Maybe not this season, maybe we would have to wait to season two, but he's been in the business long enough where it is certainly possible. And one of the last ones I'll flag for today is something that's probably also not going to be until season two that we might see something about this. But one of the pilots of Blue Squadron is mentioned in the Rogue One Ultimate Visual Guide as having worked with General Merrick for more than three years. And so that obviously puts us into season two and or territory. And that, of course, raises the question of how long General Merrick of Blue Squadron has been involved with the Rebellion, probably more than three years, which would push us back into the beginning of Season 2 or even somewhere in Season 1 of Andor as well. So there you go. That's what I've got for you today on the continuing deep dive into the Rogue One visual guide. And that is what's going to do it for today's show. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and/or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited. Other respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.